The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. How in the world are you? Happy day. Happy days are here again. Yes, they are. Oh my gosh. They are so here. It is refreshing. Refreshing. How, how happy, how happy it is in today's world. Take a moment and breathe in the happiness. All right, that's enough. So earlier this week, Bill Cosby, our pal, our friend, the man we grew to love, Bill Cosby, America's dad, or at least one of them, has been big time struggling for the last couple of years. We've gone over the interviews with uh, the, the Dateline show with uh, a thousand women that they had on all sitting around saying that Bill did the same thing to them. We've talked about the audio where, you know, other people have said, oh my gosh, had I gone up into the room, I could have been raped too. But fortunately, I stayed in the lobby, but he's still a bad guy. So you want to believe Bill, right? You do. I do. I do. But he has not given any press. We've seen him walking in and out of court, you know, a few times in the last couple of years. Uh, so he was on with uh, Michael Smirkotish on Sirius XM. And you may ask yourself, how did I get here? Sorry, talking heads. How did Michael Smirkotish land a Bill Cosby interview? It's Philadelphia. Michael, I mean, the interview was fine. Michael did a, a, a good job. And uh, uh, it was it was on Sirius. And it was for a little over 30 minutes. Um, and Smirconish is, you know, Mr. Philadelphia. Now, according to Michael, Cosby let his daughters record some things. They recorded some of their own 
uh, thoughts, and they also interviewed their dad. And they had sent, uh, according to Smirconics, the publicist working with Cosby, got a hold of him and said, uh, hey, would you be interested in running some audio recordings of Cosby talking to his two daughters? Now, as any radio host would do, they would say, yes, but I'm not doing it without talking to Bill himself. And so that's what happened. It was a fascinating uh, interview. I went into it wanting. I mean, I, I he's America's dad, right? He's Bill Cosby. I went into it uh, wanting to hear Bill say, I'm innocent. It's all lies. It's all over it. I'm now, you know, obviously, he's not going to say that. I know that. Still an ongoing, an ongoing thing. He can't. But it was good to hear him. However, we'll go through some of the audio. We'll go through the audio. And then, you know, you can make your own decisions on if you still believe him or if you find yourself where I am. Now, he has not spoken publicly in over two years. This is true. I have not performed in over two years. I have not um, spoken at a, a graduation in two years or even to speak to an incoming high school freshman or fresh person class to uh, give them some idea of what they're going to face and what they ought to do. See, it's good to hear him again. Bill Cosby. But uh, why now? And um, I decided I think it's time for me to do something so that the people who still have faith in me, the people who are still wondering uh, what I sound like as opposed to the National Enquirer, which is very interesting reading when they write uh, yes, it is. about me. Now, don't forget he has the audio recordings that uh, he had sent Michael Smirkanich uh, from his daughters. And uh, so... Throughout the interview, Michael plays some, and they reference some, and we, we you'll hear some uh, from his daughters. Uh, but he was asked what he hopes to achieve uh, with the release of these recordings. It's something that says, well, here he is, and this is what he's saying, and he's not been put in a position of, of negative speech. And I think that's very, very important because... Um, there are things that have been taken off of of entertainment, so to speak, mm-hmm. so that people yeah, like all your stuff really don't have um, any sort of chance to to do anything except perhaps in their own home. It's uh, it, it, to to hear Bill Cosby. It's uh, it's sort of like. Uh, 
There's a, a just a silence. There's yeah. a closet with nothing in it. No kidding. Now, Bill, do you hope that the jurors are going to hear this? You can't. You can't aim at jurors. I did, look. You, I talked to my daughter. We have four, and Ennis was alive then. And one of the most important things that I found quite interesting was when they were all in the car with me in Philadelphia years and years ago that I drove them on 10th Street to Parish and said, this is where... We moved from Stewart Street, which is 28 and, and, and Ridge. That's rambling again. And then I explained the, 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 the bathtub and the water and the stuff. And these kids started to, these are my children, and they started to almost boo me. Yeah, you're just trying to make us feel guilty so we will study it. <laughs> and I think that. Now that she's she's in her years old, um, she she really See, appreciates really like about Bill hearing that, and I think that Philadelphia. I always talk about Philadelphia. If it's in my my records, if it's in my my monologues. Um, it, it's it's important to me because that's the the connection. Philadelphia, growing up in Philadelphia, being with people that are now named Fat Albert, et cetera, et cetera. You know, he talked a little bit in, earlier in the interview as well about, uh, you know, when he was growing up as a kid, which is fascinating, and how they, you know, they didn't have any money, and they'd roll up newspapers and rubber bands, and that would be their football and stuff. You seriously do not get those days back. And I play this. Really? So you you know you kind of remember who the guy is, who he was. This is who we fell in love with, and then you know the fall from grace. Now none of the audio or the conversations released uh, discusses the upcoming trial, right? No, that's uh, that's not something that. Uh any smart person would want to do. Now, he goes on to say that uh, he isn't planning on testifying. He isn't at liberty to discuss the upcoming trial. So, okay. What do you uh, most want to be remembered for then? I'd like to be remembered for being the guy that they made uh, give back all the things they rescinded. Wait, what? I'd like to be remembered for being the guy that they made uh, give back all the things they rescinded. But, really? I'd like to be remembered for being the guy that they made uh, give back all the things they rescinded. There's another cut after this. 
Well, things were rescinded. And I'd, I'd like to get those things back because the people who decided to make that decision then saw they'd made a mistake. They did. You hope to get the awards back? And that's what you would most hope to be remembered for. <laughs> no, well, I don't know if it's hoped, but hey, look, when people ask you, what would you like to be known for? What is your legacy? What is this and that? It, uh, it has never really, really been something at the front of the lobe. Um, I, I just think that now in this time, we are looking at law and and not yeah 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 we are Bill. things with with i mean proof has to be brought to the front period and within the within the parameters of whatever you guys you i understand you're a lawyer and boy the the education i'm getting is absolutely fantastic I bet it is um the, the old saying, there are two sides to every story, uh, unravels when you're dealing with lawyers. Huh. Now, Aaron, his daughter, had this to say about her dad. What my father and family had to endure these last few years makes me ashamed of our country today. I cannot understand how our society has permitted my father to be condemned so unjustly and cruelly in the court of public opinion without evidence or proof and with no verdict or judgment. Like the cruel history of our people, the legal system and the protections of the law do not seem to exist for him today. That's not really true, is it, Aaron? But that's okay. You're talking about your dad. I know you love him. Now... Does Bill Cosby, the dad, agree with his daughter? Does dad agree with daughter? You you have me in a position where I, I would have to say I cannot say so that I can make my lawyer happy. Okay. Because she said a, 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 a lot, lot of things. Yeah, and that and that is her opinion. I mean the beauty the beauty of this is the the sound of my daughters because you know our family the mother and just yesterday of course was uh, mother's day and uh, to to deal with the lawyer with 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 the daughters and the way they feel be, because many many things have happened to them coming from the attack at me and and it's it's very very important to 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 know that for instance in show business in show business i think that 
and, and, and celebrity, I think that these are the areas where we can, we can be attacked and people can walk away uh, saying things and there's, there's an old show business, <laughs> an old show business saying, look, it doesn't make any difference as long as they spell your name right. Well, I want to raise my hand and say I would like to really debate that strongly. Yeah, I bet you would. I bet you would, Bill. All right, there's more to this interview, uh, and it's fascinating. Uh, we we talk. Uh, he talks about his wife, uh, his other daughter, Ensa, uh, asked if he's going to testify. Uh, and uh, then we, he talks about uh, the frustration of having his deposition released. And then we'll take a look at that deposition because if that was your deposition, you'd be frustrated with it being released as well. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand and seventeen is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy. It is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The Jeff Fisher Show. Bill Cosby on the Michael Smirkonich Show on Sirius XM. He went on and when asked uh, if he had ever, in the last two years, lost his wife's support, he replied, Never. Never. Think about it. Now, daughter Ansa had this recorded. Uh, this is some of the tapes that they sent to Michael. I strongly believe my father is innocent of the crimes alleged against him. And I believe that racism has played a big role in all aspects of this scandal. Now, this is the part that you saw headlined all over America. What? What? Bill Cosby, the guy that said, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Mr. America, it doesn't matter. Stop whining that you're black. Get out and do something. His daughter now believes it's because of racism. Now, Smirconich asked if Bill agreed with the statement. Could be. Could be. Um, really, Bill? I can't really? say anything, but there there yeah. are certain... Huh. Things that I I no, look at and I apply to the situation, and it, it, there are so many t- 
tentacles. Aren't so there? many different. Aren't there? Nefarious is a great word. Yes, it is, Bill. And I, I just truly believe that um, some of it uh, may may very well be that. Now, Michael questions him on um, your accusers are black and white. Well, let me put it to you this way. You do that, Bill. When you look at the power structure and when you look at individuals, there are some people who can very well be motivated by whether or not they're going to work. What? Or whether or not they might be able to um, get back at someone. So if it's in terms of whatever the choice is, I think that you can also examine individuals and situations and they will come out differently so it's not all not every but i do think that there's there's some bill 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 now he didn't necessarily agree with that but he kind of couldn't say he didn't because of the trial there's so much more and you also hear later that you know his attorney's on the on the line because every so often you hear (gasps) this is the jeff fisher show only on the blaze radio network Jeff Fisher Show is on. That it is. Welcome to it. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. And what's my Instagram again? Oh, yeah, JeffyMRA. And I know there's a Snapchat out there. I have no idea what it is. I, I think it's JeffyMRA. I think it is. Uh, my daughter set it up, and she's like, you have a Snapchat now. My daughter, who will soon be 10, going on about 18, uh, very close to being 10, June 1st, first day of hurricane season. Um, that doesn't mean much in Texas, but in Hurricane Alley it does. So we're been listening to Bill Cosby on the Michael Smirconich show on Sirius XM. And uh, it's fascinating because I want, I, I was always a fan of Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. And a fan of his work, his comedy. Is, is serious talk is pull yourself up by the bootstraps and then crushing, crushing news that he was this deviant, this bad guy. I don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe it. So he's it's got a trial coming up and his daughter's recorded some audio about him, you know, kind of remembering Bill Cosby, I guess, so that he's, you know, remembered in, you know, their way. So, and he goes on and on. He's been talking a little bit how he, uh, you know, his wife has never lost faith. 
and earlier in the interview, uh, he referenced being unsighted. Now, if you see Bill, when you watch the audio of him going into court now uh, for these uh, uh, preliminary hearings, uh, he's always, you know, he's holding someone's hand <laughs> like a blind guy. Uh, so apparently, uh, he is unsighted. And uh, Smirconish asked, uh, so, you know, you reference being uh, unsighted. How's your health doing? My health is good. Uh, I am well. The, the, the glaucoma has Glau- been known to me for decades, many, many glaucoma. decades. And uh, it is now that I, after my exams, I have been uh, registered. I am registered in Massachusetts as yeah, lived in Pennsylvania. legally unsighted. And trust me, I have some bumps on my forehead <laughs> and, and eyebrows that uh, prove that um, there are certain things that... Uh, I have walked into. Now, he may want you to believe that that's from walk <laughs> that he's walked into stuff. I personally believe that that may be come from things being thrown at him from someone else in the house. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Now, he was also asked, you know, he's there to kind of a preliminary strike against the trial, right? I mean, that's what he's there for. This is to get some sound out and uh, get you back to liking Bill Cosby, the Bill Cosby. And I want to. I right now. I'm if I'm on the jury, and this. I mean, I want. I want to like Bill Cosby. He's Bill Cosby. Don't you want to testify and tell your story? No. Wait. What? Why not? Once again, I go back to lawyers. And uh, there's more than when you when you have to deal with examination, cross examination, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> more than uh, two sides to every story. Some sometimes it's uh, huh. four or five, and what or people 20. want to say and want you to say, and how they maneuver. And yes, I do have lawyers to protect me. I object. Objection sustained. Uh, but I, I just don't want, I just don't want to sit there and have to figure out, uh, what I believe is a truthful answer as to whether or not I'm opening a can of something that I, my lawyers are scrambling. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. What do you say to the people, Bill, that uh, say, you know, it's got to be true? There's a number of, a number, a, a number of women have come out of the woodwork. What do you say to them, Bill? I think that the numbers came mm-hmm. because the numbers prior to the numbers 
It was Jeffy Bath? Didn't work. The numbers came because the numbers prior to the so numbers didn't work. So the piling oh, I got on, I got it. so to speak, is 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 a way, and certainly an impressive, impressive way to uh, get public opinion to to come to the 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 other side. Isn't it though? Isn't it? <laughs> now, um, Michael gave him, uh, you know, the the uh, the obligatory. So, anything else you want to say, Bill, before you leave us? I want people to understand that the my work as as an artist, a performer. I owe a great deal to people who saw uh, things in me. And in many ways, in many ways, I returned the favors. And uh, Gloria Steinem had a, uh, a very interesting quote. She said, um, the truth shall set you free, but first it might piss you off. (laughs) And I've said a lot of things to people, trying to give them the truth, trying to motivate them and move them in a direction away from apathy sometimes, uh, sometimes away from fear, sometimes to to guide them into uh, strength uh, and a belief in what they fear about themselves. And uh, I've taken some hits Mm. from people who are supposed to be watching out for people like this. Mm. And I do feel that that right now, Right. That's a perfect example of the attorney on the other line falling asleep. Okay, no way Smirconich is breathing in <laughs> and Bill is <sighs> and Bill is talking. So it ain't him. <sighs> Roll that back a little. That's fantastic. I know I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut Bill off, but it this drove me insane. Throughout some of the other clips, and I don't know that I, I don't know that any more have it, the ones that I wanted to play for you today. But there were several throughout the entire interview. And Bill is talking, so it isn't him. Who are supposed to be watching out for people like this? And I do feel that right now. Right now, as I speak to you, I want to get back to the laughter and the enjoyment of things that I've written and things that I perform on stage. And then I want to take other things and move it to halls, churches, etc., etc., to give what I feel will be motivational and informational and drive people to make changes in themselves, the home life, 
because uh, the one quote that I sustain is the revolution is in the home. Come on. Put it on mute, would you? Or is he waiting to cut in? Uh, Bill can't answer that. Now, his comment on the ruling about the decade-old deposition from a case that was settled, and we've covered it on the show before, and I and I have it, and some of what was said is amazing. I mean, this is what makes you think. This is the – that deposition uh, makes you realize what a bad guy was, is. And many people um, didn't want that to come out, including Mr. Cosby. Now, there are many attorneys who said it was wrong for the judge to put it out. Uh, But uh, he was asked uh, about the deposition uh, from the case that was settled, and the judge who uh, ruled it was okay. I... I have an emotion about what the judge did, <laughs> and I, I'm still very much confused about how that came about and and caused whatever is happening today. So. In this interview, you know, Michael calls it his conversation. Uh, one and done, or is this coming out? And uh, is Bill going to hope to get out in the public again? That, I'm afraid, depends on the outcome of many things. Uh, certainly with <laughs> with uh, with yeah, media. How many, Bill? 20? Uh, they certainly want uh, me to address things that I feel uh, happen to be very premature. I also feel that there are many filmed things and writing as well that people can take what you say and insert it and it will mean something altogether uh, different. And I think that many times um, a person in the position I'm in will find himself or herself not enjoying that which was written, but then the excuse always comes back, well, well, my editor did this and my producer, it wasn't my fault, but I think that they all knew what they were going to do. So, yes, it it will happen and it should happen, but I I will ask this question. If no matter what happens, if a man is then free to go where he wants to go, free within the law to do what he wants to do, and he offers himself in concert for people to buy tickets, why would people threaten the hall, threaten the people who booked the show, when in fact the people who are coming are those 
people are buying tickets. So these people are saying he has, or she has, the people they want to bar has no right. That's, no that's, right whatsoever saying, to be appearing in this place. Uh, you are correct, Bill. So, I mean, you want to perform again after the trial, right? If you're exonerated and people are going to let it happen? <laughs> that, too, is, is, is sort of very interesting. Because yes, Bill, it is. I, you, you know, if the, if 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 a, if a jury says so forth and so on, now they'll they'll say it. There's still else. public they'll opinion. Say guilty or not guilty? And if they if, if jury comes for the jury, other side, say so forth and so on. Of the so forth and so on, it's still public opinion. <laughs> so so I think it's something so that you never <laughs> will be able to satisfy all minds and all behaviors. I know the side that That's I'm fact, on and Bill. the side that I'm hoping for. Yeah. And after that, there's more work to be done. Uh-huh. But I still feel that I have an awful lot to offer in terms of my writing, in terms of my performance. Uh-huh. Okay. So I gave you, I mean, the, the highlights. And uh, we'll go away for a couple of minutes. We'll come back and we'll decide whether we still like him or not. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Fisher. All right. So, Bill Cosby, you listen to the interview with Michael Smirkanich on Sirius XM. Uh, you, you can read, I'll, I'll tweet out the, the actual deposition that was released. Uh, it's fascinating. Uh, he talked about uh, a powerful sedatives, uh, pursuit of young women. Um, just, I mean, and then you watch the Dateline thing with, 27 women? I think that the numbers came because the numbers prior to the numbers didn't work. Well, I got to tell you, not every one of those 27 women convinced me on Dateline, but a few of them did. And while I really want to, I want to believe Bill Cosby is this still America's dad and stuff. And I, he's just a bad guy. He's just a bad guy. And the numbers were the numbers before the numbers became the numbers became the numbers. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.
success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate. If not, relax, sip your coffee, smoke a cigarette, relax, it's okay, it's all right. Or don't, don't smoke a cigarette, smoke an electronic, smoke one of your, you know, one of your electronics with the, the big liquid bowl in it that's got some fruity, fruity smell in it. It's fine, do that, sit back, relax, have your tea. Drink your little lemon water. Do whatever you want to do. Okay? I am not here to judge. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. And Instagram, JeffyMRA. And I do think maybe there's a Snapchat in there for uh, JeffyMRA. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. I know I have uh, fingernail polish on all my fingers. I know. Okay? No, there's no. Don't you dare look at me like that. All right? My daughter. Soon to be 10. Holy crap. Double digits, June 1st. Oof. Which makes me 800 years old. Um, she wanted to, you know, play my fingernails last night, and I said I would wear them for the weekend. So get off me. All right? And I actually like a couple of them. So just leave me. <laughs> Oh, we got a ton of stuff to talk about. Thank you for coming along for the ride today. Uh, I had to get Bill Cosby off my chest because I really just, I, I want to like him so much and I just, it's just, I just can't. Just can't anymore. And I, and I listen to him and I want to like him and I just can't anymore. We've got so many things going on in the world. I mean, I could talk, sit here and talk about Trump on his tour. We could talk about you know, he's over in Saudi Arabia. Wait for Saturday Night Live. The Saturday Night Live bit is going to be Trump in Saudi Arabia. And I've seen two shots of Melania now. One shot when she was either leaving or just arriving. And then there was another shot of where they were going into one of the palaces. And she was wearing different outfits. But both outfits had these eight-foot-wide belts around her waist. I'm not <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, it's a, I know it's a fashion statement. I got it. Uh, it's like a for me, it would be like a Santa belt uh, around around my waist, which I may do. Maybe that's what we do. Maybe we call Melania Santa Claus and just put the big Santa belt around her. But I mean, to, on her, fine. On a lot of other people, probably not so much. But there's got to be a bit there somewhere. Uh, they don't pay me to think of them. But there has to be some sort of Saturday Night Live bit there somewhere. So look forward to that tonight. Uh, Anthony Weiner. Oh, my gosh. Back of the news again. Pleads guilty to his sexting case. I, You know, probably not going to do any jail time. He has to register as a sex offender. And I'm surprised he's not registered as a sex offender already. I mean, even if he isn't registered now, everybody knows. Ooh, Weiner. Um, I still re- I my favorite Anthony Weiner part of his storied career. I mean, he tried to shut us down here 
at the Blaze Radio Network. He's a congressman. I don't necessarily know that it was the Blaze at the time. I think it was still just Glenn Beck and maybe GBTV. But, I mean, he was such a prick. I'm sorry to see him fall. But I just remember him on TV when they were showing him his first picture. And I said, well, here's a picture of uh, is this the sexting here of the guy with his towel and it was showing his thing. And he's on TV going, I wish, <laughs> uh, knowing that it was him. Knowing he was looking at himself. Oh, oh, I wish that sure is hot for a guy, huh? Shut up. I'm sorry to see him fall. And I watched his documentary, Weeder. And uh, the wife, you know what? She's been hanging around with Hillary for a number of years. She can take it. But she did not look happy at all during that documentary. Oh, my gosh. And uh, if you were married to Anthony... uh, you wouldn't be happy either. But she has now filed for divorce. Uh, about freaking time, Uma. About freaking time. And I know that you got the kid and everything. Get over it. Get over it. Anthony still thinks is going to think that he's smarter than everybody else forever. So let him be, you know, let him be smarter than everybody else. But bye. And a clock boy still in the news trying to uh, make headway. A clock boy. Uh, oh, oh, wait. Oh, wait. What? Another case dismissed uh, against uh, against the mayor, the former mayor of Irving? Oh, oh, my gosh. Do you mean that it was all bull and it was all just a, a big hoax? <laughs> right? Yes, it was. Why? Please, just go away. I'm at the clock boy. Go away. Done with you. Uh, great study on, uh, from Harvard. Uh, 80% of the Trump coverage was negative during the first 100 days. Um, a lot of that, I would say 80% of the 80% were brought on by um, Trump. Um, I'm watching right now, uh, they're showing a signing ceremony of an arms deal with Saudi Arabia that uh, son-in-law put together. And uh, they're sitting there signing the papers and... Uh, Donald has his resting Trump face. Just an embarrassment. I mean, our president is signing the papers, and he looks great, and he looks presidential, and it's wonderful, and I'm glad he's putting this deal together, and I'm glad his family is helping him put the deals together and create jobs and uh, military uh, uh, strongholds in Saudi Arabia, and they're our, they're our ally and uh, one of our closest friends, and uh, we really appreciate everything that he's done. Senator Comey going to testify uh, publicly uh, before the intelligence panel. That'll be that will be interesting. That will be interesting. I will be interested to uh, you know to kind of see what he has to say because I know he took his little notes and uh, we had a little wiretapping going on. Uh, you know, so, I mean, uh, you know, where we just found out what they were all saying and what they were saying and, uh, you know, news every day breaking on the stupid story and the Russians and every damn thing else. And then the big story earlier in the week where there's, uh, you know, Trump, Russia. I mean, they might as well just call it that forever. Trump, Russia. Now look. We could spend all day today 
talking about President Trump, talking about what great things he's done. Well, we couldn't spend all day doing that. But we could spend all day talking about the things that have happened while he's been in office. Uh, if you'd like to you know, let me know all the great things that he's done since he's been in office, I, I'd be fascinated to, to actually have specifics on that. Because I seen any great list of specifics but hey whatever uh we can talk about the you know i i read the stupid reuters exclusive i mean you know you get end of the story and then they tell you that uh uh well so far we haven't found any evidence but and then they got another page of stuff beaten up i mean i've the numbers were the numbers, in the words of Bill Cosby, uh, on Donald Trump and the stories against Donald Trump and uh, they're piling on Donald Trump and it's never ending on Donald Trump, Donald should just use the Bill Cosby defense. The numbers were the numbers before the numbers were the numbers that were the numbers. Now, Angela Merkel, Germany, the Chancellor, Angela Merkel, she spoke yesterday saying that Germans have failed to grasp how Muslim immigration has transformed their country. You know what, Angela? I bet you that's not true. I bet you, I bet you, that Germany has grasped how the Muslim immigration has transformed their country. I bet you they have. Now, according to you, you say we're there going to have to come to terms with more mosques than churches throughout the countryside. Really? Our country, she goes on to say, is going to carry on charging and integration is also a, a carry-on changing. And uh, integration is also a task for the society taking up the task to, of dealing with immigrants. For years, we've been deceiving ourselves about this. Mosques, for example, are going to be a more prominent part of our cities than they were before. Germany, with a population of 4 or 5 million Muslims, has been divided in recent weeks over the debate over remarks, uh, yeah, uh, because uh, we have a falling birth rate, but not our immigrants. Not our immigrants. So, uh, have fun. Because she believes that Germany will be an Islamic state. Now, I will say this. In the words of Bill Cosby, the numbers came because the numbers prior to the numbers didn't work. And Angela Merkel believes that Germany get over it. 
Germans have failed to grasp how Muslim immigration has transformed their country. No, they haven't, Angela. No, they haven't. Now, the difference is how they come to terms with it, right? That's the difference. No, no question. Have to come to terms with it. Now, she also admitted that the country will soon become a stronghold. She made the remarks uh, and said the official acknowledgement that Germany, like other European countries, is destined to become a stronghold of Islam. The numbers came because the numbers prior to the numbers didn't work. Wait, what? (laughs) I am in love with that stupid Bill Cosby, the numbers. Holy cow. That's absolutely amazing. All right, uh, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. We've got uh, all kinds of, I promise, I won't do, uh, I, I can't, I just can't. I can't, I can't do, I can't do a Saturday, I just can't, I just can't, I want, I want, I could talk about, I could talk about Donald, I could talk about, I could talk about the pro-Trump media response, Charlie Warzel has a great, a great article on how the pro-Trump media responds to a crisis in four steps. I mean, it's really, it's a great story. Uh, there's, he's been, fo- he follows the, the Trump media. He's got pro and, 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 and anti-Trump media, how we, the things will respond. We could do that. We could, we could talk more about Don if you want. We could talk about the Trump-Russia connection. We could talk about the, the trip. Overseas, we could beat Obama because he, you know, because of the Israel thing. I mean, he won't make Jerusalem the the capital. We heard Bill O'Reilly say yesterday on the Glenn Beck radio program that that's up to Netanyahu. The first time I ever heard that. If Netanyahu wants it to be moved to Jerusalem, then it will happen. That's what Bill O'Reilly said. Okay. Whatever you say, Bill. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. Welcome, welcome to it. So, in Mississippi, the University Hospital, they're clearing land a couple years ago, and they they run across a couple bodies. They run across like, oh my gosh, must be... uh, 60 or 70 bodies out there. 
And across them. Oh, we're going to stop construction. I mean, oh, that's right. That's where the Mississippi State Asylum was for years. Yeah. It was open from 1855 to 1935. So there's probably, what, a couple dozen, a few dozen bodies out there. We're going to clear a little bit of land. Uh, we have whew, trying to build a parking garage. You know, they understand. Got to figure something out. Um, then they started uh, started clearing some more land. And uh, it looks like there's there's more bodies. And then they they started clearing. And it looks like there's there's more bodies. And then we realized that in it, from 1855 until 1935, there were about there were about 35,000 patients over the course of those years that came through the Mississippi State University uh, lunatic asylum. Anyway, we clear some more land. We got to build this parking garage. We got to figure out something. Get somebody in here. Get somebody in here and figure out what we can do. We got to move these bodies. There's. A, it looks like there's more than seventy. It looks like. Oh my gosh, maybe there's. There's maybe a couple thousand. Couple thousand bodies. Yeah, we got to figure something out with these. Uh, so we've we, we'll move on a little bit and we'll see what uh, what's going on. And then we we we'll do some more surveys and we'll see. Is that all of them? Oh, it's not all of them? What, are there a couple more? Yeah. We, we figure there's about, I don't know, somewhere between six and 7,000 bodies buried where they want to build this garage, where the lunatic asylum stood for 80 years. Now, this is just me. Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher Radio Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay. I would say that it would be worth whatever amount of money they're spending to not move those bodies. You put up any kind of fence, you put up any kind of wall, you call it Lunatic Hill, Asylum Cemetery, uh, Lost Souls, whatever you want to call it, and leave it alone. Because you start moving those bodies. Well, we have to restore it. We've got a parking garage to build. Uh, it's wrong. We don't know what happened to these bodies. We've got to figure it out. Uh, there were probably, I mean, there was a lunatic asylum. There were probably tests going on and weird things happening. And some of them maybe died of regular causes, but probably not. We've got to figure out what happened to them. No, you don't. I'll leave it alone. When you start messing with that place, man, good luck, God bless, Mississippi State Hospital. Okay? Good luck, God bless. But I would say that would be a place that I would avoid. Now, make it a nice place. Make it a monument. Make it a place to go to. Pay homage to the to the lunatic hall. Whatever you want to do. But just leave it where it is. Because you start moving that thing around, man. Oh, there was a documentary a few years ago. What was that documentary? What was that documentary? Oh, yeah. Poltergeist. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network.
Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram, Jeff Fisher at JeffyMRA. Snapchat at JeffyMRA. Don't mind me. I'm just adjusting the mic stand. That's what Bill Cosby said, too. Anyway, the uh, I'm trying <laughs> somebody stop it. Stop it. This thing's all loose again. Bill, stop. And uh, this is I have to stop talking because I can continue this line of thought for the next hour, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that for you. I don't want to do that for me. I don't want to do that for ChuckInFlorida.com. I don't want to continue down that line of thought because I can do it. I'll do it forever for you. I'll do it forever. And I just have to stop for a moment and try to, you know, get myself over it. <laughs> okay. Well, I got to stop. I don't know. I don't know that I can now. Got to adjust my cord. See what I mean? Uh, I can't. You turn it up a little bit. See? You can't say anything. I Seriously, I can't. All right, so welcome to it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. We have got, I was looking at uh, some of the stories that we have yet to get to for you today. Uh, I know I spent some time with Bill Cosby in the first hour of the broadcast. I, I was important. Bill, look, Bill was an American icon. And uh, and he still is. He's just. I mean, you talk about fall from grace, man. So many, so many people that we've put up on a pedestal uh, have fallen from from grace. And maybe you know, some would say that perhaps we shouldn't put people up on a pedestal. Some would say that there's only, I don't know, some kind of some kind of entity that we should be put up there, and and that would be it. Right? That, that's, that's the entity we should put up on the pedestal. Not people. Okay. I mean, if you want to believe, if you want to believe that, go ahead. But, I mean, we've got, I've, got, I've got such great story about the guy in Indianapolis with the goose. I've got the culture in Japan with the old guys and the high school girls. I've got a little uh, United Airlines. I mean, some stuff with United Airlines. I've got a stupid study money. There's a study with uh, god-awful stupid study money. There, there was absolutely no sense in I mean, I'm a huge study money fan guy. I mean, if you can get study money, Great. Uh, uh, what you want uh, is, uh, you know, the, the study money, you have to produce something. What you want is a grant. Okay? If you get study money, you have to go out and produce something, right? You have to, I, I, like you say, I, I think that I want to study the difference between putting this headphone uh, cord on the table if the radio show sounds better or if I hold the radio cord hanging down from the connection if what the difference between the radio show sounds you have to produce something and then you have to produce you know the differences that you've studied 
you get grant money, that's free money. Grant money. Well, I want to. I want. I want. Uh, I want to study if uh, uh, people clap their hands when they're happy or sad. Okay. Well, here's a grant for eight million dollars. Oh, okay. Uh, what'd you find out? We're still looking into it. Still looking into it. Have you? Have you? Oh yeah. I mean, I go out every day. I watch people clap every day, but uh, can't quite figure it out yet. I mean, that's what you want. You want grant money. So anyway, there was some study money that was spent that's just the god-awful stupid. And not to tie in god-awful stupid with ChuckInFlorida.com, but uh, ChuckInFlorida.com, how are you? Greetings from Florida, Jeffy, where I am glad I am not Bill Cosby's lawyer. I don't know. <laughs> Bill's still got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, no Bill. kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Right. <laughs> yeah, just sitting on the third line, breathing into the phone. Ridiculous. <laughs> so, Chuck, uh, we bring you on board to uh, uh, enlighten us on some of the happenings in the great state of Florida because uh, while uh, other states are uh, create criminals, uh, Florida has its own breed. Oh, truly. Most definitely a, a breed unto itself. And those are? Uh, well, today I think I, I, I concur with you about the whole Bill Cosby story and how you just want to say things that are inappropriate. So I'm going to jump right into a story that would, would, should take us away from all of that, right? In Big Pine Key, Big Pine Key, Florida, uh, a woman was arrested, Felicia Mae Farrington, uh, for being naked in the living room. That was not why she was arrested, however. You can be, be naked in your living room. This is true. However, it wasn't her living room. Trust me. You can be naked in your living room. Anyway. <laughs> There's a vision we don't need. So we have this woman naked in somebody else's living room who has apparently taken up residence. And uh, the house was for sale. So the uh, real estate agent decided to call the deputies and say, please remove this woman. Oh, so she was just living in the house? Yeah, just kind of hanging I've out actually, naked. i actually had that happen to a home I was uh, dealing with before. That's not a fun situation, especially when the cops show up and she's still naked when she answers the door. Nice. And um, how long has she been? I mean, that's talk about squatting. Anyway, right? The, right? Uh, how long has she been there? Because in today's world, man, that takes a lot to get people out of a house like that. This is true. Apparently, she was there long enough that uh, Deputy yeah. Richard Wang shows up. Yes. Why do you bring me fake stories? I, I swear to you. That- this is real. Why? I had to check it because the names are, oh, are, you are not it. changed you to protect it. anybody here. Really? Okay. The Weekly World Planet had it. His Why? friends like to call him Dick. This is Deputy Dick Wang. Arrived, looked in the window, said, yes, there's Stop. a naked woman in the living room. Stop. Stop. And my, my favorite line Why in the story has talking? to be, He's when Wang knocked on the door. He's still doing I thought it was a serious story. He's still doing the story. It's not real. It's a real no, story. it is not. It's verified. No, it, it's verified from whom? In this particular case, Local 10 News. Oh, Local 10 News. It was on the air. Apparently, they had video. They're and putting this so. stuff on TV? They That's are. That's how far they TV are. has fallen right Dick there. Dick Wang shows up to evict the far. woman, the naked woman in the living room. And they're room. taking it serious. They are. Uh, yeah, apparently, the, the woman is now facing charges of trespassing battery on a law enforcement officer and resisting arrest. Sorry. Couldn't get past it. It's not real. Next story. (laughs) All right, next story. This one, uh, I'm actually going to jump down one because we have this thing with alligators down here in in the season. 
It's not it a fake story. Fake story. I mean, we're hanging up. This one is in Waimama, and you might recognize the name Waimama. I do. I've been to Waimama many times. Sure, sure. And uh, I've been asked that several. Anyway. Yeah. Why? Mama. That's <laughs> why. A motorcyclist is hospitalized with serious injuries after colliding with a 10-foot alligator Ooh. on Waimama Road early Friday morning. Is it foggy um, or something? That's not unusual, apparently, in the state because that's the second time this happened this week. Yeah, it gets foggy, and they get out on the road, and they run, get, you run into them. Well, we are in mating season right, right now as alligators. How many, ta- how many times has it been foggy out, and you ran into something? Yeah, well, you know, try to avoid the 10-foot alligator laying in the middle of the road. Uh, I, I, you know, seventy-five right there. What the, we call Alligator Alley for that very reason. There's like big alligators crossing the road all the time. Is is the uh, motorcyclist okay? He was in critical condition. Has been upgraded to stable you, you now. Tell me so. his nickname was Gator. I'm hanging up. Gator, right? <laughs> I swear to God, wasn't that a Burt Reynolds movie? <laughs> oh, that was scales hit the Gator. <laughs> Yeah, no, apparently he's doing much better, but the guy who was driving the car a week earlier flipped his car several times after he's smashing driving into a, a Prius? gator. driving a Prius? Must have been like a smart car kind of rolled off right. the road, you know. Come on, a gator's not knocking over a car. Yeah, this there was a there was a picture of the crash. It was brutal looking. Somebody it, really took a dive. Was it reported on 10 News? Uh, <laughs> local 10 News. <laughs> who names their station Local 10? Honestly. No yeah, why, uh, my next favorite news. story comes from Palm Bay, Florida, where Mr. Ken Boyer uh, is called an inspiration to people everywhere by battling cancer and still falling in love oh. at the age of 60. Yeah, with, well, you can't put an age limit on love, first of all. You can't do that. That's impossible. Don't Truly. You? I mean, I'm not saying love, that the you, age matters so you no much. Matter, look, love, if it's meant to be, it finds you no matter where you're at. <clears throat> Bill Cosby. So... You, you've got this guy who has fallen in love at this stage of, of his illness with women apparently all over the state. <laughs> in Winter Haven, in Tampa, in Miami, Jacksonville, and in Sebastian. And uh, just needed a place to stay while he was undergoing treatment. Um, borrowing money, you know, mooching off these ladies. He called one of them in, in court when he was called to trial. His old landlady... <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> so he's just he's just spreading the love. Twenty-two thousand dollars she gave this guy. <laughs> I mean, so what? what is, she, is she claiming that he stole it from her? No, actually, all the women are claiming that this guy's not sick at all. He's just sick in the head because there's no evidence that he's ever had cancer. Yeah, but he hasn't done. He hasn't tried to defraud anyone. He just told them, "Hey, I got cancer. Can you loan me some money?" Yeah, but that's Throw the definition of fraud is when you lie to somebody for something. <laughs> Wait, what? What? So so I can't tell. I, I mean, if I don't if I don't start a GoFundMe page. Right. If I just go up to someone who I'm in love with and say, Now you know I love you, but right now I've I think I have cancer. Did he say he had cancer or did he say he thinks he has cancer? He said cancer? he had stage four brain cancer, lung cancer, uh, liver cancer. Yeah, he, he's used a bunch of different stories and apparently absolutely no medical evidence. But it worked. Yeah, for at least 22 grand from one lady that he was living with. That's, that's not that much, though. I mean, that's well, why I you mean, needed more women. At a time, right? 22 grand, I mean. 
that's a good monthly salary if you could get around. Apparently, they said he was driving up to five hours a day was, to spend time with these different women. I bet. I bet. Plus, and he had to go out, to treatment. Yeah, they found out through his cell phone records that uh, there was at least five or six people that he was um, defrauding. That he was, you know, that they were assisting with. They were assisting oh, him with his life. Uh, yeah, because, you know, he needed all those treatments and, and a place to stay and food and gas money. And Speaking of money, $100,000 awarded to a Florida woman who was burned by Starbucks coffee. What? Here we go again. Starbucks has been ordered to pay $100,000 to a woman who was severely injured when a lid came off her coffee that they gave her. And she got second degree burns and apparently permanent scarring. And the venti-sized coffee was spilt in her lap, was 190 degrees, passed through the drive-thru window. So a venti, that's their large, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not the super large, but uh, yeah, the, yeah, the really large. Yeah, because I wouldn't want them to call it a large. Right? Yeah, because there's, you know, apparently there are so four sizes. So this lady gets, goes through the drive-thru, buys hot coffee, spills it on herself, uh, and it's Starbucks' fault. Right, and, and you'll love this it. one. According to Morgan and Morgan, the jury was oh, awarded. Morgan and Morgan. Now, that's a Florida attorney's group right there. Morgan they and Morgan. I mean, I, we, ran, we ran yeah. Morgan and Morgan spots when I worked in Florida until the hell froze over. And, oh, wait, it hasn't. It has. So yeah, they're still now, running. Uh, it looks like uh, John Morgan's going to be running for governor. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that just came out a couple of weeks back, and uh, he has uh, thrown his hat in, so to speak. Uh, Not Mr. officially yet, but... Mr. Big Shot made a lot of money. Might as well. Okay, can well, we... Well, he got the Florida the Amendment for marijuana, Medical Marijuana passed through. Good for him. Yeah. Good for $85,000 for pain and suffering and physical impairment, disfigurement, inconvenience, and my favorite, loss of that. capacity for enjoyment of life. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Chuckinflorida.com. Loss of capacity for the love of enjoyment. Life. Oh, enjoyment, enjoyment of life. Of life. Jeffy, I just don't feel I have the capacity to enjoy life anymore. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, I couldn't take it. I, I seriously have now shut off all three televisions. In fact, I should just tweet out the picture because as I sit here doing the show and we talk about stuff and we, you know, whatever, and I have three television screens right in my face. And, you know, they watch the news, right? I mean, they've got, uh, you know, new Fox, CNN, whatever, whatever is on the stupid channels. The entire time, this last segment, they've got, the bottom television, which was Fox, has Trump in Saudi Arabia. That's uh, apparently there's wall-to-wall coverage, and I can't. I almost I have to stop and stare when they show Donald and Melania walking into this palace, or every time they show her walking around the palace, because she's got this Santa belt on. <laughs> Drive me crazy. 
I know it's, I guess it looks okay. Uh, you know, trust me when I tell you that the Santa belt is probably the size of, I don't know, my sock. I, you know, I, I got it. I got it. I got my Santa belt is smaller. I mean, bigger. I got it. But it's just so big and it's just, I can't, I can't look. I can't look. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram at JeffyMRA. What would you do to protect your children? Well, most people would say anything. Right? It doesn't matter. I, they're my children. You protect them. You do what you want. Somebody was looking to harm them, you would protect them. So let's say you're a dad. A hypothetical situation. Let's say you're a dad in, I don't know, Indianapolis. Let's just pick a city out of America, Indianapolis. And you're outside playing, uh, you know, baseball with your son. Now, your son is four years old, so you got your little stick out there with the baseball, and you're playing little stick ball with him because you, you know, you want him to hit the ball and run. You're just goofing off, and you're out in the, you're out in a little park area in your neighborhood. And you're playing with your little son. Hey, hit the ball. Yay, go. Here's the bases. Run around the bases. Trying to teach the kid baseball. Should already know it by four. Um, the uh, All of a sudden, a giant bird goose comes flying into the neighborhood and starts to land. And I don't know if you know this, but gooses is mean. You can quote me on that. Okay? Gooses is mean. Something like that. So the dad grabs the plastic baseball bat. Now he claims he hit the goose once. Whack, picked up the kid and ran away to protect the kid. A neighbor calls authorities. Now, Personally, and this is just me before we get any farther into the story, if you're a human being that would see a man swinging at a mean goose trying to attack his son and him as they're in some park area playing, and you think your first reaction is, I've got to call authorities. Because of that poor goose, stop listening to this program right now. 
Now there goes, I don't even have anybody that works here anymore. They're all gone. Okay, you should be ashamed of yourself. You know, I know you didn't stop listening because you're thinking I'm going to say something bad about you, but I'm not. I'm just going to tell you that you should be ashamed of yourself. Okay? Because geese's is meat. <laughs> something like that. Now, the la- the I say the lady, the person who called authorities in Indianapolis said that uh, he swang at the bird four or five times. Now, I would say, is the bird still alive? Yes. Then you didn't swing at it enough. So I would say you're good. You're good. The bird's still alive? Yeah. All right. You're good. No problem. Uh, you were protecting your son? No problem. We're good. Have a good day, sir. We'll go find uh, who is the. That's an old TV show reference, so never mind. Doesn't matter that I can't think of her stupid name anyway. Kravitz. Old TV show, uh, Bewitched. The lady across the street. Mrs. Kravitz. Right? I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a stupid TV thing. But it's amazing to me that you would see that. And even if, let's say you came upon it, you walked out your front door, and all of a sudden there's a guy and his son and the guy is swinging his plastic bat at the goose. If your first reaction is to call authorities because of the goose, stop listening. I mean, why? How is that possible? Who thinks that way? Uh, there are people that think that way. Animal activists, Joe. People who care for animals. People who, you know, people for the ethical treatment of animals. Those people. So, the Department of Natural Resources response uh, showed up in Marion County and issued a summons to go before the judge. Uh, Normally, you would think to yourself, a common sense judge in America is going to say, stop it. Stop it. I don't know if the person who filed the report, the person who saw it happen, who called authorities, had to testify in court. I doubt it. In today's world, I doubt it very much. But it is possible. But I don't think you actually have to face your accusers anymore in America. You just have to be accused of something. And you're guilty. Now, Mr. McDaniel went before the court. And he said, Your Honor, these are not quotes, this is just me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a whole testimony, but I probably shouldn't do that because it's not real. So he went before the judge. And I'm still, I'm, I'm still amazed that something like this happens. I mean, I don't know why I'm amazed because we hear stupid stories all the time of people reporting things and people being... Uh, I was summoned to appear before the judge on Monday. I was protecting my son. I know, but there's been a complaint filed. So? 
I have to go before the judge on Monday. Here's your summons. Now, if he doesn't go before the summons, doesn't go before the judge, then he's then he's then he's got a warrant. Probably ends up in prison, all for protecting his son with a plastic baseball bat against one of them mean gooses. Because geeses is mean, man. I mean, there's videos all over the internet showing these nasty geeses and guinea hens and big old birds yapping at people across the street and attacking them. But I can't protect my four-year-old son? Uh, No. The bird is lucky to be alive. Mr. McDaniel goes before the court. And the judge... Raise your hand if you think the judge agreed with the father or disagreed with the father. If you think the judge disagreed with the father, raise your hand. You're right. You're right. The court didn't agree with his actions and issued a fine along with court costs. To Mr. McDaniel. Agonizing. Agonizing. Now, the aggressive fine was $25. The court cost was $133. Not a lot, right? Not a lot at all. However, that really isn't the point. Now, and Mr. and James McDaniel, the father, uh, you know, He's not going to have to pay the money because uh, one of the Fox 59 Indianapolis uh, viewers said, uh, that's ridiculous, and I'll pay it for him. So he's got people behind him. So if you're the person who came out of your house, or maybe you stayed in your house with your little binoculars, and you thought you had to call authorities, because this guy was protecting his son against the geese's as mean birds? You won. You won. But not really, because Mr. McDaniel protected his son. The bird lived. There are rules. You can protect yourself. You can protect yourself. I really think what happened is that he swang three or four times Swung, swang, beat, pummeled. Uh, probably, you know, because the the bird is attacking, and geese's geese's is mean, man. And so he got carried away, and he didn't, you know. So he got carried away, he didn't kill the bird. And the the lady, you can only you can only use you know justified force against animals. So. Whatever the force is coming against you with the animals, and whatever the animal is, is the reactionary force that you can use, which is all subject to interpretation, right? And obviously the person who filed the complaint and the judge thought that it was too much. He said he only swang once. That's what he said. That's what he said. But... uh, Again, I would reiterate that as long as the bird is alive and it didn't touch my son, I did the right thing. I don't want you to kill the mean geese. 
Well, if he's attacking your kid, yeah, the plastic bat's going down. Me and the mean geese is going at it. Hard. But not in Marion County. You do that in Indianapolis, you're you're going to be fined. You are going to be fined. So I guess it's okay to protect your kids, but you just can't beat the mean geeses of Indianapolis. You know, we used to... No, I can't tell that story. Nope. Can't tell that story. 888-900-3393. And some people at this network will be very happy that I did actually, right then, you witnessed it, edit myself. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. Um, 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you wish to participate. Strange story out of Japan uh, this week. Uh, Talking about... uh, high school dating uh, and high school dating uh, girls in uniforms and the older men are coming after these younger girls and there's regular guys, the high school guys don't want to date the younger girls. They just want to be left alone and the older men are after the younger girls. And it's really, uh, you know, it was kind of like, uh, okay, that's uh, a little weird. And they have uh, cafes that are specifically set up to deal with that. Uh, they talk about not growing, you know, it's really kind of strange what's happening in Japan. And you think, originally I thought, well, uh, you know, is that, uh, you know, obviously there's, you know, a million jokes that we can go with. But serious business. When... I mean, they're already losing. Their uh, you know birth rate is way, way below what it needs to be to you know regenerate Japan. Uh, so, I mean, that's been a problem for them for quite a while now. Uh, however, for a number of years, including you know all over the world, all over the world, we were told that there's too many people and to stop having children. And then now, all of a sudden, it's like, wait, 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 wait! You still have to have kids. You still have to have kids. So. Uh, you wonder, well, why don't the younger guys want to be, you know, go out on dates, be with younger girls, and and be with the girls that are in the school uniforms? That's their, that's their girls. That's their age. That's the ones you want to be with. And a related story: uh, sex robot Harmony, ready to hit the market. Uh, yeah. Sex Robot Harmony ready to hit the market. Uh, there's going to be uh, virtual reality sex, gaming sex, uh, sex dolls, sex machines, and not the 
I'm a sex machine, James Brown sex machine. I'm talking about the sex machine of a machine. Who wants to be with humans? Ooh, ick, I have to touch somebody else? Ick. And then for years, I mean, there's been the, the real doll. And they've, uh, real dolls, I was, not that I was looking at the real doll page. But they've, you know, they've actually gotten better. They're doing stories all on the, on the sex bot harmony. Let's take a look at real doll. They've been up in their game for a number of years now. Comes in a box, you unwrap it, it's all yours. Doesn't speak. So many, so many bad jokes about real doll, but it isn't, I'll tell you what, they're not your, uh, you know, they're not your granddad's blow up doll. I'll tell you that. That's for sure. You want to know why kids don't want to be with each other? Welcome to stick them in a room with a computer all day and then say, Hey, go out and try to get a date and be with somebody. Ick. Why? To be you mean like touch them? No. Ooh. Why would I want to do that? Because we're human beings and that's what we do. And that's how you you get children and, and have babies and, and make the world better and more people and love each other and just get out of that room and go meet somebody. No. Uh, what if they say no? Then I have to live with that. <laughs> no. How about that? How about no to your no? How about I stay right here, me with my my own little world? How about that. So that's what you get, Japan. And then you end up with uh, with old guys trying to get, <laughs> old guys trying to get with the younger girls. Because nobody else is getting with them. So maybe the younger girls are even saying, hey, what about me? I mean, I, this world is, uh, you get this is what you get. It's what you get. It's what you get. It's all there is is what you get. Now, there was a very strange story. Again, this world, man. This is what you get. It's what you get. It's what you get. Out of Russia. Creator of a game. He brags, he's in jail now, he brags that he is cleansing society. He is cleansing society with his game. If you have teenagers, you should, you need to read this story. Because this guy, and people like him, but this guy for sure, uh, is what is going to be attacking those kids that won't go out and meet people and ick, I don't want to touch anybody, ick. Then they meet this guy online and he's got, when he when he talks about cleansing society, he goes through and you end up, I mean, he's got, he's at least 160 young kids have killed themselves because of this guy. And he's proud of it proud of it so when you stick your kids upstairs 
and say, here's your virtual reality games and your gaming games and your toy games and your televisions. Now go out and meet somebody. And they say, ick. Be ready for this guy. I'll tell you about him. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. There's no divorce. There's no kids. There's no, uh, just, I'm sorry. Welcome to the broadcast. We're having a little off-air discussion on the, how great marriage is. And what a wonderful thing it is when two people come together and love each other and share their lives together and. Anyone listening that believes that? Is there anything? Anyone? Anyone that believes that? I don't know. I was I was actually came up with a, another a million dollar idea. Now I've talked about uh, I had an idea a long time ago about uh, about something that I thought was a million dollar idea. A lot of people, you know, frowned upon my ideas. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, you know, Facebook has had some real issues with their with their Facebook Live, and and now they've got uh, uh, they've got the deal where in Australia uh, or Austria, I'm sorry, not Australia, Austria, Austria uh, ruled that Facebook has uh, got to delete all their hate postings. Will you tell us, please, Austrian God, what the hate post is, so we know? Are you going to be the God that lets us know? Will you be the word police, please? Uh, they, the, the court, uh, European, they should be able to uh, automate the process. If it doesn't say love in it, it's a hate speech. So just get rid of those, okay? But they've had a couple of issues with their Facebook Live posts. Uh, and, you know, minor issues. Okay, so some people have gotten beaten up. Hey. Okay, so some people have set themselves on fire. Okay, so some people have showed them harming other people. Okay, so there's been some some things happen on Facebook Live that less than optimal. Let's let's use that less than optimal. However, I think now you know what I probably shouldn't give that idea. <laughs> That's twice today. I don't want to give up my idea. But this uh, this is actually a million dollar idea that I think I am going to go to Facebook over. I mean, will Zuckerberg see the brilliance in it? I don't know. I don't know if he will or not. I already am glowing, thinking that it's this great idea that Facebook should buy from me, <laughs> and I'm willing to sell it to Facebook for. Well, it's a negotiation process. By Donald Trump, all of a sudden, yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. It's a it's a negotiation. Okay, okay. 
Uh, great, uh, great plan from Lucky Charms. Uh, raise your hands if you like Lucky Charms. Yeah, you, of course you do. Raise your hands if you suffer through the uh, the lucky part to get to the charms. So you just let the marshmallows. Of course you do. Well, Lucky Charms is going to give away ten thousand marshmallow only boxes. And why, in heaven's name? Do we not have at least 2,000 of them in front of me right now? I do not know. I do not know. General Mills giving away 10,000 boxes filled with only marshmallows. Now, you got to go out and purchase specially marked boxes of those Lucky Charms that have a code on the inside back panel. Consumers can find out if they want a box of marshmallow cereal by entering the 14-digit code at marshmallowonly.com. That's kind of a good idea. Now, I would say as, I don't know, just a thought off the top of my head, uh, why uh, why not issue them for Christmas? Put them on the shelf. Let's go. Merry Christmas from Lucky Charms. Merry Christmas. Marshmallows only. Now, this is going to be good through December, so good luck. And, there's, you know, 10, you think there's only going to be 10,000? I believe that there'll probably be, hey, we've now we've now have the opportunity. Uh, all, all of the 10,000 have sold out. Should we make more? Hey, I don't know. Maybe. So I'm sure there'll be, there'll be more, uh, there'll be more coming. There will be more coming. Wait, what? Hold on. I was just issued an alert on my email. Blair candy, marshmallow bits, eight ounce. Oh yeah, but that's not, I know you can get those in those bulk things, right? That's the bulk marshmallow things. Yeah, 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 yes, I understand. So I get the alert in my email. Oh, hey, idiot, you can already get these marshmallows or anything. There's the Blair Candy. Why don't let Lucky Charms uh, try to fool you with their 10,000 boxes? I got it, but I don't think they're the same thing. I think they're the same thing. Uh, you know, obviously, I you know, it's possible that I could be wrong. Doesn't happen often. But I could be wrong. But I just don't think they're the same. And it's not the same. It's not the Lucky Charms. It's not the, you don't have the whole thing, the whole Lucky Charm thing. I mean, of course we have the bulk tubs in those stores where you can go and shovel plastic bags full of whatever bulk candy you want and down it. What 800-pound person hasn't done that? Of course And, of course, you can walk by those tubs and just eat handfuls like you're not supposed to. So? You're not supposed to... Wait, wait. You're not supposed to just put your hand in and take the bulk stuff out and eat it? Oh. That's kind of weird. When did they start doing that? Or or you could... And this is not that I've ever... I've seen this done before, and it pisses me off. People will get the plastic bag and they fill up their plastic bag with whatever bulk candy they have and then they walk around and they eat it out of the bag. Man, that pisses me off. I mean, they, 
You're supposed to tie it up and wait for it to be weighed, okay? And then pay for it. I mean, <laughs> that, that's like eating grapes at the grocery store. You're supposed to pay for the grapes before you eat them, okay? It's like paying for the bananas before you weigh them. You're supposed to, eat, you're supposed to do that before you eat them. Man, that pisses me off. People do that. I can't believe people do that, man. They, uh, they frown. So if you, I've seen, I, this happened, I saw this happen. It wasn't, I mean, don't look at me like I would do this. But you put the banana peel and maybe the grape, the grape thing on the conveyor belt up to the cashier. They don't know what to do. Just saying, it's kind of funny. Gets you through the day once in a while. New grocery stores. New grocery stores coming to America. Now, according to the article, uh, the German grocery chain with the power to cripple Aldi and Whole Foods and Trader Joe's is about to invade America. The highly competitive European grocery chain. Is it Little? Lidl? Stop putting it. Let me let, use, bring the, uh, yeah, do something. Okay, sorry, sorry to make you turn around and do something. Really, like the audio pronunciation. Be nice. L I D L. L I D L. Little. Little. I like little. I like little. It's promising prices are in some cases half of those at existing supermarkets. Wow. They're going to open on June 15th. Where are they going to open at? North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia. Wow. And then they're planning on ordering another 80 along the East Coast. Lidl, right? Lidl. I know, you know, I know it takes a while for the dial up to tone in. Lidl. That's not what it says here, though. It says pronounced L-E-E-D-I-L, Lidl. So let's hear it again. Little. L-I-D-L. The hell does a computer know? (laughs) So be ready for... So be ready for... Little. Opening here in America as they're ready to take over America. President and CEO... Brandon Proctor said in a statement when customers shop at Little, they uh, will experience less complexity, lower prices, better choices, and greater confidence. Little. Coming to America. And good luck. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Oh, 
Okay, thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. Man, but there's just a ton of things that we just didn't get a chance to get to today. Uh, we got, you know, a huge list of television shows being canceled. I, I am such a TV fan. And what we do have next weekend. Now, I will say, I will say this. Um, we go on vacation. And I say we. I say the Glenn Beck radio program uh, goes on vacation uh, next week. And uh, Friday starts that vacation. And so this broadcast uh, for next week and the week after will probably not be, well, it won't be live with me. I promise you. Uh, I just, I can't tell you exactly who's going to fill in and who isn't going to fill in. It's a secret. So I could tell you about So, but we go on vacation and it's one of the longest vacations we've ever had as a show. No, it's not over. I was just think that's dumb. Don't look at me like that. Two weeks. Two whole weeks. I know. Never mind. Don't look at me like that. And I am so looking forward to those two weeks. The first few days will be glorious. 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 So there'll be something happening around here anyway. But that weekend, I mean, we have uh, uh, Netflix is going to drop House of Cards. And they're going to drop Bloodline. I mean, it's going to be, honey, we've got to, we're on vacation. We need to go here. No. <laughs> no, but I mean, we're on vacation. We have to, we're, we're going to take a trip. No. Well, just, uh, honey, we're, we're on vacation. Why are you, why do you have your tablet in your hand during the hot? Cause I'm watching Netflix on house cards and bloodline, but we're on vacation. Can't you talk to the, no, no, my binging vacation. That's what's happening. Okay, get off me. So, uh, I, you know, that's the update on the old vacation. <laughs> it's been a long, it seems like forever since we've had a vacation. And I am really looking forward to it. And when we're off, it's going to be the first, the first, uh, that's going to be my daughter's birthday. It's going to be my son's daughter's birthday going to be the first day of hurricane season I mean, there's stuff going on so it'd be a shame to be right in the middle of bloodline and house of cards <laughs> and, uh, i'll have some news to catch up on when we get back but you know, we're not going to catch up on it until we get back uh, lawrence jones is uh, standing by to do his broadcast here from the blaze radio network and then uh, mike slater and uh, joe pags all round out your Saturday on the Blaze Radio Network. And then Monday through Friday, you've got Doc Thompson, Glenn Beck, uh, Opelka. Yeah, that's his name. Uh, Salcedo, yeah. Uh, Pat and Stu, uh, Buck Sexton. Yeah, that's right. That rounds out Monday through Friday. So why why do you even go anywhere else? I don't know. Don't answer it either. Okay, don't answer it. Now, I want to give you a, a study that was, I'm going to leave you with a study that was a complete waste of money. And many of you are going to say to yourself, and say to me, Jeff, you know, most study money is wasted. We don't need to be giving people study money or grant money. It's wasted. Okay? We should let, I don't know, 
the everyday businesses, capitalism, free trade, take care of that? No. No. We need study money from the government. That's the way it works. But this particular study is unbelievable. I read it and I went, that can't be a study. And it is. And this is exactly why, how easy it is to get study money. I've told you the story before when I was uh, was doing a show in Florida and I had a congressman on who I I loved. He was really a good guy and he quit Congress uh, because he was fed up already. (laughs) That's how bad he hated it. He quit. He went back to farming uh, and he could have had a great career. Um, And I asked him, uh, hey, I love studies. I've got some great ideas. Uh, How do I get study money? Oh, Jeff, uh, I'll just call my office. I just call my office and uh, we'll start the paperwork, and then uh, you we'll come in. We you can come on in and fill stuff out, and you start the paperwork. We'll get it. We'll get you taken care of. What? I could have been making millions, and then he quit. The heck! But this is the study that I thought. Okay, we've gone too far. A study has confirmed that women in bikinis and scantily dressed girls tend to be viewed by men as objects. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.